Hello, everyone. Happy holidays and welcome to Coach's Corner. It's that time of year where I walk you through the annual year in review ritual. And next week, I'll record an episode to help you call in the next year. I do this every year. I record it fresh every year as well. So I encourage you to take advantage of this guided process, this guided ritual, maybe get a paper, pen. If you don't like the word ritual, use the word process. Really make this your own. Some people really love guided processes where they just follow instructions. And some people like to be inspired by a process and then just make it their own. So I give you full support and encouragement to listen to this, to write down the different steps, and then make it yours. Do it in a way that really feels good to you. And I know a lot of people don't really buy into the whole end of year, new year, reflect, make plans, all that kind of stuff. Because really any time of the year we can reflect, any time of the year we can complete something, any time of the year we can start anew. It doesn't just have to be New Year's. However, there is something about tapping into the collective energy of the transition that we go through as a collective moving from one year to the next. And why not take advantage of this collective energy? Why not take advantage of this change of quote unquote season, if you will, like really moving like the calendar turns from one year to the next and it marks a new year, a new beginning for so many of us. And I like to take advantage of collective energy like that. I mean, we're already plugged into collective energy enough. And since 2020, the collective energy has just skyrocketed with anxiety and fear and even panic. And a lot of us plug into that. We don't even know it. I mean, there's so many times throughout the day, I may feel anxious or lightheaded and just like afraid. And I just ask, oh, is this mine? And most of the time the answer is no. So I have to say, okay, let me unplug from the collective come back into my own energy, and then I feel much better. So we're already unconsciously picking up collective energy. So why not plug into some collective energy that's great? And this collective energy of end of year, beginning of new year, it's often a time of great completion for people. It's also a time of hope for a lot of people, and it's a time of great intention. So use this time well, really carve out some time to do this process. If you do it fast, it can take you 10 minutes. If you really put a lot of effort and intention and energy into it and let yourself just slow down, it could take an hour. So set aside some time, really look at this as a way to not only self-reflect, but complete. Because I know for so many of you, you know, (laughs) I think about the New Year's ritual I did in 2019 and everybody was so excited about 2020. And I remember saying, I don't feel like this is going to be an amazing year. You know, I remember all the memes about 2020. It's amazing. It's going to be great. It's a new decade. Ah." And I just remember thinking 2020 vision, seeing clearly a lot of things are going to come into the light. We're going to see a lot of things more clearly and that may or may not be great. So I didn't have this hip, hip, hooray feeling about 2020. I was like, hmm, I think this is going to be a year of transformation. And we saw that. We saw it was a huge year of expectation hangovers, a lot of change, a lot of fear and panic, like I said. I think a lot of us thought last year at the end of 2020, okay, 2020 is over. We're moving into a new year. And then this year for many, maybe got better, but for many didn't. There's just been more that's brought to the surface, more challenges that we face collectively, more confusion. It's just been a lot. It's been a lot. And I feel like this year, I feel, I kind of feel like it's been one long 2020. I'm like, oh, did 2021 even happen? It just feels like one long 2020. But it did. 
And I know for me, it went by really, really, really fast. And in so many ways, this was even more the year than 2020 was about getting clear for me. I mean, this was the year I decided to become a mother and really open up to getting pregnant and calling in our child, which I'm so grateful was an easy and natural and beautiful process for us. And so this year for me has been a lot about transition. And and I think 2020 for a lot of us really highlighted what mattered and what was important. Again, I know for me without as many speaking gigs and I had to cancel so many retreats and I just wasn't traveling as much and I was more grounded and I moved back to Texas at the end of 2019 and I'm closer to my family and my roots and it just really, I just really got clear, oh wow, my busy entrepreneur days, they're, they're shifting and it was all about really getting clear about family and motherhood and all that kind of stuff. And then when 2021 came around, I was like, okay, yes, I'm, I'm ready to call this in and to step into this. So I just want you to think about before we go into the process, what 2020 vision, like what clarity you got from 2020 and how you took that into 2021, you know, what really started to, you you started to see more clearly in 2020, you know, things started to change, new things came in or things that you always relied on went out. You had a big job change. You had some grief you had to deal with. You had a health crisis, whatever it was, really think about what, what was your 2020 vision? What did you start to see clearly? And remember seeing clearly doesn't mean, Oh, I just see the good stuff. It means, Oh, wow. Like I'm, I'm clearly seeing where I have some blocks, where I'm stuck, where change needs to happen, how I deal with expectation hangovers, how I deal with grief, how I deal with uncertainty, all of that. I think in 2020, all of us were faced with how we deal with massive curveballs that, you know, not only impact us, but our family members, our job, everyone, our community. And so this past year, 2021 has been like, okay, how do we take what came to light, what we started to see in 2020 and implement it? in 2021. And I've heard from a lot of you, it was a really bumpy year. It was a really bumpy year. And especially right now, we had the winter solstice last week. And I know so many people who are going through just really heavy stuff right now. Um, So many Christmas plans that were canceled due to family health stuff, illness. I was supposed to have a huge Christmas with my family and my, my sister's husband's family, like probably 30 people. And because of a variety of reasons, it's, it's not happening mostly due to health. And it's just Steph and I. <laughs> so it's just, that's just what we've learned in the past two years is we have to be flexible. We have to adapt. We have to not get so attached to our plans and the way we want things to go. Luckily, since I wrote a book on expectation hangovers, I have some experience in that, but it's still hard. You know, it's still hard when things don't go according to plan, especially around the holidays. So for any of you that are feeling a little lonely this holiday season, who've maybe lost a loved one in recent years, who can't see family, who can't travel, who are, who are sick right now, I just send you so much compassion. I really, really do. I know, you know, I had many holidays that have felt very, very lonely. And when we are in this holiday time when we see so many movies and people and families together and we feel alone, it can be really hard. So just have so much compassion for yourself and really try to do something sweet and nice for yourself that makes you feel cozy and loved and 
and connected, you know, to yourself, to your higher power, whatever it is, and use this, this process, use this ritual as a way to move through maybe some of the emotions and some of the big feelings of the past year. All right. So go get your paper, your pen, however you want to take notes. Maybe I sound so old school paper and pen. Do people even have pens anymore? (laughs) Maybe you want to type it out, take notes on your phone, however you want to do it is cool. Before we dive in, I want to thank my amazing sponsor. You've heard me talk about them before, Organifi, organifi organifi.com. I love all of their amazing superfood blends and drinks. I love their green juice, their red juice, their immunity drink, their gold drink. It's just, I know I'm getting high quality ingredients I know I'm getting a lot of nutrients I may not be getting from my food, and it's easy. It's great for travel. It's a great gift. It's a great, especially their their turmeric gold. I love mixing that up with some hot coconut milk, sitting by the fire and sipping it. Unfortunately, it's 80 degrees in Austin this Christmas, so (laughs) no hot beverages, but when it, when it cools off, which usually does in January, February, I can't wait to curl up with some of my yummy, warm beverages. So head over to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash over it for 20% off all of your orders, whether it's your first time order or your 17th order, you always get 20% off as my listener. All right, everybody. So let's dive in to your releasing ritual for 2021. Okay. So first step is picking a time, a day and a time where you're going to do this process, mark it on your calendar, stick to it, commit to it. And when you go and and do it, turn off your phone, close your door. If you live with other people and really take this time to be with yourself, to reflect and to not be distracted by outside things. When you start, you want to really set the scene. So as I already said, turn off your phone, really make it a sacred process to minimize distractions. Maybe light a candle, perhaps put in some calming music. If you're a crystal person, grab your crystals, light some incense, get your essential oils, whatever you like to do to set the space that feels like a ceremony. Because then whenever we do any kind of ritual or process that we want to make sacred, we can set the space so it feel ceremonial to us. So however that works for you, trust your intuition on that. So what you're going to do is you're going to next. So this is step three. Step one is set some time in your calendar. Step two is set the scene. Step three is begin your year in review. So you're going to go through each month of 2021, beginning January, 2021, and write down anything that you remember, anything significant, um, accomplishments, blessings, struggles, funny times, trips, so on and so forth. You don't have to go back and look in your calendar again. I kind of want to keep you off devices through this process. Just really trust your memory, trust your mind, and even your subconscious mind, which will work better if you hand write rather than type. You'll have more access to more memories and more emotions when you actually hand write instead of type. So that's my recommendation when you do this is to hand write. And you don't have to write down every single thing, just like what really stands out for you. So, you know, I would write down January, 2021, we started off the year going to the, our second Joe Dispenza advanced retreat. 
And that was the retreat that I really set the intention to get clear about motherhood and to open up to that and start preparing my body, my mind, my spirit. So that was a very significant thing. Sure, there may have been other things that happened in January, but that was like the thing, the standout thing. So I'd kind of scan, is there anything else January? No, I don't think so. And then move to February, see what stands out there. Again, don't worry about doing this right. Don't worry about getting every single thing. Just, just trust, just trust yourself in this. So you do that for each month, January through December. So step four, review your list, look over everything you wrote and consider what did the events from this past year teach you? What were some of your biggest aha moments? What were your most profound insights? Remember, be sure to celebrate how far you've come this year. A lot of times in our own growth and personal development, we look at how far we think we need to go and don't celebrate how far we've come. So again, look through the year, all the things you wrote down and kind of pull out, okay, what were, what were the lessons? What were the themes? It was such a big one for me has been trust, faith and, faith and surrender, especially in times of big transition. Such a huge one for me has been pulling my energy back from the collective and really just coming into my own discernment, my own sovereignty, not letting outside influences change my mind about something. You know, what is my truth? So try to extract some of those big themes, those big lessons, those big aha moments that really were up for you this year. Step five is optional, totally optional. You can share your review with someone who's close to you. So maybe you're in a partnership. You could actually do this process in the same room together after you each complete your review and your lessons. You can share. They can maybe reflect some memories to you. They can share some feedback on what they think some of your lessons may be. They can share their lessons. It's a beautiful, intimate process. Again, totally optional. It can be a partner. It can be a friend. It can be over Zoom. But it's really good if both of you are going through the process versus just one of you going through the process and then just sharing it with someone. If they're not going through the process, they're not in as much of that reflective energy. So again, no rules. (laughs) These are just my suggestions. You can absolutely share your year in review with someone that isn't going through the process. I just think it's a little better when both of you are in the same container. So step six, now it's time to identify what you'd like to leave behind. In other words, get clear on all the things you don't want to carry into the next year. Feel free to do this a day or so later as the first steps can be a lot, you know, so you don't have to do this all in one setting, but you could, if you're like, I just want to get it done. I want to move through it. That's totally fine. So on a fresh sheet of paper or a new page in your journal, write the list of beliefs, attachments, um, patterns of behavior, things that you're releasing, such as an intense self-critic, charging less than you're worth for your services, watching TV too late at night, watching the news too much, (laughs) buying into what other people are telling you, not honoring your boundaries. Get super clear on what you want to leave behind because the year in review is not just about reflecting on the year and going, oh, that was nice and that was a fun memory and these are my lessons. You want to go, okay, I'm bringing my awareness to what do I not want to take with me into this new year? As we turn the page on the calendar and we step into 2022, what am I claiming? What am I declaring? I am leaving behind. Write those things down. And I wouldn't pick a ton of them. Is that going to be overwhelming? I'd pick maybe three to five things 
that you're committed to. And know that again, just because we wake up and it's 2022, it's not like magically everything changes. It takes intention and commitment. So you might write something down and then you find yourself still doing it in 2022. That's okay. You have it in your mind. You have it in your awareness of, no, I'm leaving this behind. I'm shifting this pattern. And it does take practice and it does take integration. So give yourself time and patience with this, but get really clear. What are those three to five things that you want to let go, release, leave behind in 2021? Next step seven, when you are complete with that list, burn it. If you can't burn it in a safe way, you can rip it up into tiny pieces, but if you can burn it and you're certain you can do it safely, watch it burn, watch the papers, pieces of papers burn. Maybe you have a fireplace you can throw it into. And as you're watching it burn, or as you're tearing up the paper, if you're not doing the burning, cultivate a feeling of gratitude for all you've experienced this past decade. Really feel grateful for all the lessons, all the all the struggles, all of it, just grateful and state the affirmation, I am grateful. I have learned what I needed to learn. I am complete. I am grateful. I've learned what I needed to learn. I am complete. So your final step, step eight, I believe, is celebrating how far you've come with your own personal dance party. Now, I know some of you are like, hey, I don't like to dance. That's fine. You don't, you don't have to dance. You can just put on a song and, and listen to it. But if you're alone, like just get up and groove a little bit. The body loves to dance. Even if your mind judges you, body loves to dance. So choose a song or even better yet, make a playlist that captures some of your favorite songs and memories from 2021 and dance your booty off. Intend that this is a letting go ritual as well. Allow the movement to really move what you're releasing from the past year off of you. We hold a lot in the body, so don't skip this step. And music is a great way. It's a great state changer. So by ripping up the list, declaring it's complete, that's one thing. It's great for your mind, but the movement and the dancing is great for your body. So you really want to take advantage of that as well. All right, everybody, that's it. That's your releasing process. Pretty easy, isn't it? So again, carve out some time, really make it sacred. I love hearing about your releasing process. So hit me up on Instagram. Let me know how this went for you. Let me know what the biggest things you're letting go of are so I can really support you in letting go. And next week on Coach's Corner, I will guide you through your receiving ritual, receiving 2022, and really stepping into your intention and vision for the year ahead. All right, everybody, thanks for spending 2021 with me. Thanks for listening, sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time.